it was like four and a half ish action packed days in Paris where we did everything on our list. It was awesome. And then uh, right when those riots were starting, we went to Disneyland Paris, which was actually surprisingly fun. I really enjoyed. There's it. something kind of um, very let them eat cake about the like. Well, we're off to Disneyland <laughs> while the country <laughs> descends into flames. They, they do have a ride that's a Marie Antoinette guillotining, and it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can really lose your head on that one. I don't know. Uh, oh boy. Should we do the Lex is, punnier, Lex is punnier than usual. <laughs> well, because I don't know how to pun in French, so I've spent the past week pretty much denied. Oh, oh that's terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah, you've had to store like them up. Going through withdrawal, mm-hmm. like a pun camel. Da 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 That was me giving the theme song after you said <laughs> pun camel. Uh, I, uh, I did, uh, I had been asking on Mastodon before I left and I was mostly asking so that Jeremy Burge would tell me the answer, uh, what I should be using for my eSIM in France. And, uh, his recommendation worked out great. I used an app called Aerolo. Yeah. Yeah. Was I've great. heard good things about it. Um, I overbought because, you know, I've occasionally, it's been a while now, um, but I used to, uh get the internet package on cruises or they might be like, Hey, here's, you get 200 megabytes free and you would burn through that in five minutes. And so I was like, I got to make sure I buy enough. I don't have to top up and which was the wrong logic. Cause you can top up at a discount, whatever. But so I bought a, I bought 30 gigs for seven days. Uh, and I used six, um, but it was fine. Wow. Like the, the total spend was 30 bucks. Uh, and T-Mobile even does That's worth it. Free. Seriously? 30, 30 yeah. bucks for 30 gigs, yeah. like a dollar a gig, huh? The T-Mobile Man. offers free international roaming. But it's intentionally slow. slow. It was like 256 yeah. kilobytes. And this was like fast. So like I only did it for me, not to be a jerk, because we wanted to compare how it worked with everybody else. And uh, everybody else has sucked, and mine didn't. <laughs> but the thing I didn't account for in thinking about the math was... Not to be a jerk. Uh-huh. Was... Uh, okay. Sure. There was Wi-Fi everywhere, right? And so like when you're at the museum, there's Wi-Fi. When you're at the hotel, there's Wi-Fi. So like... You ended up needing way less, but it was super helpful to have, like when we needed to navigate because we did a lot of a lot of walking. Our Apple Watches were very proud of us in France. We did fifty-five miles in seven days on foot. And now, now every we'll your watch is going to keep yeah. telling you, like, it's eh, not <laughs> like it last up. week. Those are <laughs> the good times. Your trends are getting way worse, you asshole. Is, yeah, right. Yeah, you know yeah. Saying? slacker. Yeah. yeah, that's like uh, I, I I went the other way. Like that's the tough compare, right? When Apple says they have a tough compare, because like last year that quarter they sold like a bunch of new MacBooks or whatever. Mm, I have right. it where like you know two weeks ago when I had COVID. <laughs> it's like, now it's like, oh, you oh. went downstairs. Great job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> take it easy there, big guy. You know, way to walk to the microwave, slick. <laughs> <laughs> I do think they need. I I reposted a piece on Six Colors from Craig Granell where he pointed out like. The Apple Watch fitness thing should be a little bit more uh, lenient, right? Yes. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Somebody wrote. I thought I saw somebody wrote like a really terrible critique of that. Like, no, they're goals. You should be able to hit them. If you don't hit them, you don't hit them. And it's like, but, but it's not like a law. <laughs> like <laughs> people treat these things with some sort of like, uh, you know, chiseled into tablets of stone degree of revel uh, reverie or whatever, and it. It's not that. It's a, it's a little thing to make you work out more, and you shouldn't feel bad when you can't do it. Yeah, yeah there's, particularly there's, when you're sick. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. even like a, a potentially 
negative effect. Because like yeah. I, I, for eons, I had this endless Apple Watch streak of closing all my rings. And then at some point, I don't even know when, I, I missed like standing or something one day. And I didn't stand the whole day. But I, I, do, I didn't close all three. And now it's down to zero. And I'm like, I will never break that streak again. So I no longer care. And that's true. I no longer yeah. care about closing my Apple Watch rings because I'm never going to get back to my 400 something day streak. So I was like, fuck it. I did have a moment <laughs> of panic on the flight home. Like, wait, did I do any, did I log any walks that we were doing in Paris in the Peloton app? Because my Peloton streak of consecutive workouts is something insane. Like more than two years of workouts. It's 135 week streak. And I was like, what if I fucked it up? But I didn't. I, I made it by one day. So thank goodness. And I would have been mm. devastated had I lost that. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I just broke my crossword streak yesterday. Mm. Healthy and I did you. it. I did it voluntarily because my wife and I do the Sunday crossword together. Uh, every other day of the week, you know, we'll do it on our own or whatever. But on Sunday, we collaborate. That's and sweet. we couldn't the timing didn't work out yesterday. Like I had to be on a podcast from like nine 30 on and she was going to bed. And so I had this moment, she's like, it's fine if you want to do it without me. And I was like, yeah, you know what? It's, it's more fun to do it with you than it is to maintain some arbitrary number of streaks. So, you know, fuck it. Like I'll just, <laughs> I'll just let it go. And it's fine. It was, I had like a 200 day streak or whatever, but like I've had a longer one in the past and that one broke because I forgot, you know, or something, which was way more painful. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this one, like That's it felt the worst. good to be like, I'm making a choice, and that choice is I'm not going to like bust my ass to finish this crossword just to maintain sure. that number. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. I feel like I've grown. I had mm. that, uh, John. You'll appreciate this uh, because I hate the, the, the <laughs> Lex won't care. Probably, I don't know. It's not for you, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the movie we uh, were discussing. This was an incomparable episode that will air, I think, uh, pretty soon. Is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, uh, and it was. I was like Indy in that last scene where he thinks he can reach the grail. And then his dad's like, yeah, no, yeah. Let, let it go. go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's it. I let it go. And we got Dan's Sean Connery. You had to have it. I wanted it. Thank you. It's good. <laughs> what is happening in this conversation? <laughs> um, I told Dan, you, it's not for you. <laughs> Dan, you've done... Um, you, you've done the eSIM thing? I, I went back to the eSIM topic for a minute. Have you done that before? Yeah, well, I mean, I've had an eSIM for my AT&T main I guess a, du a double, a double eSIM. Have you done the travel I eSIM? I think so. I'm trying to remember. I think maybe last time I was in the UK. No, I bought a SIM for that. I'm trying to remember when so, I last traveled out of the country. So this was my first time using it. I was honestly, I was nervous is overstating, but I was, I was nervous about setting it up because I was like, I don't want to do anything like suddenly I'm a green bubble and I have to reconnect. Like I was worried about fucking up iMessage basically yeah, more than anything yeah. else. And it's Apple clearly also was worried about that when they designed how it works because it works really smart. So I ended up with, um, if you haven't ever done this, I had two different um, Wi-Fi signal bars in my upper right yeah. of my iPhone screen and it, it looked like exclamation points. <laughs> yep. Um, and it, you can say, I want you to use my travel SIM, and you get to label what the new SIM is called, but I want you to use my travel SIM for data. And yeah, I have done the dual mail. SIM before. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh. and then there's like, um, you could say, fall back to the other one, because there was the only negative experience I had, I don't think was uh, Aerolo's fault, but there was some kind of outage affecting whatever provider they were using for me uh, for a couple hours one day. But I had told oh, them, yeah, feel free to, no, to right. fall back. Yeah, feel free to fall back on my main network if the other one doesn't work. And it, it was all just, it was really, I, really well implemented. I was. I honestly, I, I'm looking forward to the next time I have an opportunity to do it because the thing I always struggled with when I traveled overseas and I had to go buy a SIM card was one, 
if you're in a country where you don't speak the language, trying to figure out what the right thing to buy. Like I would do a bunch of research ahead of time, be like, all right, I think I want this plan, <laughs> right? And invariably you get there and be like, oh, we don't offer that plan anymore. But like, this is the closest thing. I'd be like, okay, I guess I'm just taking a, <laughs> you know, taking a roll of the dice there. Uh, and similarly, even in, like when I was in the UK last time and I did this, it was, again, I like had to find a store like where I could buy the thing and make sure I got the right mm-hmm. thing. I think actually, I'm trying to remember, James might have hooked me up because we were in Scotland. Uh, and I think he like, like helped me figure out what the right thing to <laughs> get someone was. someone speaks the language. That's yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, I the language barrier is tough. <laughs> um, but I love this idea of eSIM where I can do it like, you know, even before I go and like have it all like sort of lined up and been like, all right. And it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's all uh, easier to understand. So I think this is great, honestly. I, I'm very excited for eSIM. Our eSIM more future more is, is wonderful. I Many, many years ago, I went to Melbourne, Australia with Paul Cafasis and some other guy, and I got an <laughs> eSIM there. And I don't remember. You're, you're welcome. Or is it Paul who's welcome? I can't remember. Um, it, but uh, I, 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 they didn't have eSIM, so I just got a SIM. And um, I remember we, we had all taken an Uber ride to go see bats wake up, <laughs> like some massive caves in Melbourne where there's uh, 10,000 bats that all wake up at the same time as the sun sets. And now it's time to go back again. And I was calling the Uber, and each time it would start to come and then suddenly decline. And this was happening over and over again. And finally, you know, it was getting the same four drivers over and over again who would accept and then reject. And I started furiously texting one as fast as I could within the Uber app saying like, you keep canceling, please come. Like we're stranded at this bat cave and uh, there's no superheroes. And they're like, well, you're not answering your phone because they were calling the number linked to my Uber account, which is my cell phone number. But that cell phone number had nothing to ring because that SIM wasn't in my phone. And it was now you don't have that problem anymore. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good job, BC. Well, I've done, I've done it with uh, with T-Mobile because uh, I did the T-Mobile testing. Um, oh, sadly, yeah. T-Mobile yeah. has like very bad coverage in my house, so uh, we did not end up switching to T-Mobile. But um, the experience was was pretty good. Otherwise, <laughs> other than that, the <laughs> the eSIM part was was fine, and it was also it was good service. Other places, just unfortunately not here. Got it. Well, speaking of things that are good services. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Every time we get stuck about Rocket Money, I'm excited because I was a Rocket Money customer, A, before they were called Rocket Money, and B, before they uh, advertise on this show. Uh, do you know how much your subscriptions cost? I'm asking. I have no idea. Most yeah. Americans think mm-hmm. they're spending around 80 bucks a month on subscriptions, but they're actually spending closer to 200 smackers. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Formerly known as Truebill, it's the personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills all in one place. Listen, just about all of us have some subscription we've forgotten about, like a streaming service you bought just to watch one show on or a free trial that you ended up never even using. Rocket Money quickly and easily identifies your subscriptions for you so that you can stop paying for the ones you don't want anymore. Just find the subscription you don't want and press the cancel button in the Rocket Money app and they cancel it for you. You don't have to go on hold or deal with live chat support or anything else. They just do it. It's crazy. They make canceling subscriptions as easy as the tap of a button. More than 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. That's almost one third of a Vision Pro. Uh, listen, I have, I keep saying listen in this ad. I don't know why. So listen to the ad. But I, uh, I, I have successfully used Rocket Bill to cancel subscriptions. I've used it to lower my bills on subscriptions, and they do that for you. And uh, I have saved eh, hundreds of dollars for sure each year with Rocket 
money. So I don't know. I'm a big fan. I love this app. And it's it just works. It just it does exactly what it's supposed to do. And it tells me if I've screwed something up with my accounts or if I have a bill coming due, it's great. Or if a bill raises its all of a sudden it's higher, it'll be like, hey, this month uh, your cable company charged you $40 more than last month. You might want to look into that. And I'm like, yeah, I do. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash rebound. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash rebound. Rocketmoney.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Rocket Money for making me say that three times in a row and for their support of this show. Yeah, speaking of subscriptions that are going up, apparently Netflix is, in Canada has canceled the plan that I'm on. Um, and so there is... Are you, you on know, a plan in Canada? I am not, but they're, you a know... Man, a plan the idea Canada. is that they are going to do this across the globe, so they are getting rid of the, the basic tier that is HD and one, one at a time. Remember, which I've been we, on I think like we had this conversation not long ago, and I had to look up what plan I was on to. then too. Yeah, I don't. It's, so, yeah. Does your plan have ads, John? Or are you the, the one no? Step it's ads? not. It's the one right above that. Got it's it. no ads, but it's HD, and only one person can watch at a time. I have, and which I switched. Yeah, which HD. I switched to. I think last November, or December, and um, nobody noticed. So I was like, okay, because <laughs> I, I was like, we should get rid of Netflix for a while. I don't think we watch it very much. I don't think anybody's in. Play. Of course, you know, I was like. You're trying to get rid of hot, wa- hot running water in the house. Oh, I got rid of yeah. I have HD. Can't with, get rid of hot on running water. Two devices. Wow, look at this guy. Yeah. Well, because the, the ten dollar one that John has <laughs> is only seven twenty. Yeah, and I'm the um. I don't know. It's like I, all, I flatter myself time, that I can tell the difference. Almost all the time, everyone you know, people are watching it on their iPads here in this house, so it doesn't doesn't matter that much. You get really close, you can see those pixels. <laughs> Hold that iPad Don't get right so to your face. You're, you're closing it wrong. <laughs> well, I, that, that's the feature, though, right? Doesn't the iOS 17 have one where it tells you you're holding it too close to your face? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's what they say. You're closing it wrong. Uh, I, I do want to applaud all the major streaming apps for getting us. so much. And Dan and John. Thank um, you. Hmm. For... Uh, the steps, the strides they've made in making it easy. <laughs> they met their step goal to download shows uh, or movies or whatever. Because like at my flight home, I got to watch a bunch of stuff that I downloaded from Netflix and from Max and from another one. Maybe it was Hulu. The um, worst one is um, it is great, and it gets me that much angrier when a service is bad at it. Yeah. Uh, to which I will point at Peacock, um, where I think you have to be on a higher. Uh, I had gotten like the basic plan free for being a Comcast survivor, although I or survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking no, with you it. You said it right. Accurate. <laughs> you said it right. Uh, and then I think they've since gotten rid of that. I think they, you no longer get it. You've no longer survived. Um, uh, but you had to be on the like paid tier to get to download us at all. And I just found that incredibly irritating because I wanted to. I was traveling. A while back, uh, and I was like, oh, I'll download all the, the, the full season of Poker Face, because I've been working on that at the time. And it's like, nope, you need to pay us more. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not paying you anything, <laughs> and I'm certainly not going to give you any more money than that. <laughs> the one area where they're all annoying about this, and it's, it's not entirely their fault, but they, I don't know, I still blame them, is the, the things you download expire. And we were going away for eight calendar days, even though it was really a seven day mm. trip from the way it was flying. And so I was worried, hey, are these things all going to, because I wanted them for the flight home, but I didn't want to download them on travel Wi-Fi, you know? So, but, but there's some of them which are good. I think they, Netflix. They expire because they're taking them off their service? Is that what No, it's just like <laughs> it's the like you amount get a of time like a you're allowed book. to have on your device huh. before yeah, they want you to redownload it. What, and I think it's Netflix does this right, 
where essentially just a license like a license expires so you don't have to download the video again it doesn't delete the video from you you just have to hit a button and it like reauthorizes it mm. so that actually works real well because then I you're like if i'm on worked yeah i don't i don't think it's on all services but i think netflix does it that way and that is definitely the most convenient that makes so i was wondering why it sometimes leaves the things that are expired and that must be why i've just never i've always just deleted them and downloaded them again uh, my, yeah, cool. i guess that makes sense i mean like if you cancel your service you shouldn't right but no, it's um. Watch it in per. per I got to watch perpetuity. <laughs> I got Jeez, to watch all of the the new season of um, uh, Black Mirror, and that was fun on the way home. It was a nice dystopian way to experience. My <laughs> and was it really? Was it fun? Is that what you? Is that how you describe watching Black Mirror? Black Mirror is just a constant series of joy bombs. Is that not your experience <laughs> with Black Mirror? <laughs> yeah, I watched the first season, and then that was. That was good. And then I like I think I've said this before on the bootleg, but uh, or not the bootleg in the uh, bonus episode that I only watch episodes that people tell me are really good and um and uplifting. <laughs> the, and the, the, just the first one this season counts as those things. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll watch that sometime. Excellent. Um, I uh, I was really enjoying um and the betas that I've been running um live voicemail and specifically the fact that it. Um, I also turned on finally silence unknown callers because of live voicemail. And I've noticed this thing where occasionally my phone will do this little chime. Uh, it'll go like, Bloop, and I'll be like, oh, what's going on? And I'll look at it and like, there's nothing obvious that's happened. But then I go in and look that it's like a, you know, a, a call that's been flagged as like a telemarketer or something by the carrier. And it's like, yep, doesn't even ring. Just go straight to the recent calls, or whatever. I think it's like goes live voicemail and like, they don't leave a message because they're telemarketers <laughs> um yeah. and it works really well and i've i've enjoyed that immensely i am curious as to why it still makes an audible noise i haven't figured out if i can turn that off what are the um, noises there uh <laughs> like a vibration <laughs> it creates a noise uh, okay i guess we so, have fun <laughs> i guess it creates a noise look guys i'm a comcast survivor fuck off yeah really yeah he lived through the comcast wars <laughs> I've seen uh, things you wouldn't believe. Um, we have a bunch of uh, Rebound Prime member questions. Although, as I was saying to to Dan before we started recording, I haven't listened to the most recent episode yet, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one to start on. I don't know what ones you answered last mm. time. All right. Well, let me let me. Well, help do you, you want to follow? I? We, I think we should do some some fu on the uh, the charging the electric vehicle charging. Question. Oh yeah, that that oh, question before. That's yeah, right. So, because yeah. yeah. Somebody, we we did talk about it last week, but um, I mean, you're the one who would really. And I will catch up. I'll be catching us. up today. The reality is on the on the rebound. Uh, the reality is, the reason people are glomming onto Tesla's charger isn't because it's like so much better than any other kind of charger. It's because Tesla has far and away done the best job of getting chargers all over the place. All these networks want to do that. Like if you're making uh, the Nissan Leaf or the Rivian or any of these electric cars, like you want to have a network where people can charge their vehicle and go across the country and not have to not ever be in danger of running out of juice like that it's it's a real fear i actually had a bad tesla experience coming home from the airport where the car was losing power and was maxing out the speed on highways at 35 miles an hour that's a whole separate story um but (laughs) making sure you can get from point a to point b uh without any risk of i'm going to get stranded with a dead battery is important and so i'm actually listen anything that benefits elon musk i resent in some way but 
Tesla's footprint for having those superchargers all over and the fact that they can charge really fast, assuming the cars can handle that much juice coming in at once. Can you handle that? Uh, it's a good thing. Like, so it's somebody had to win. And if Tesla is legitimately open sourcing the thing so that everybody can do it, and it's, it, I, I, I'm happy with it just given how good Tesla's charger coverage is. That's my take. I did appreciate uh, my wife's suggestion when I mentioned this uh, that. Uh, best case scenario is Tesla goes out of the car business and just like as it just becomes a charging network and that's all mm-hmm. they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, like you know, you don't have to have an adapter for your gas tank. I think I said last time, and I you think only get that... six hundred charges though. <laughs> <laughs> Rate limited for your charges. Um, yeah, I, I get it. It'll really help electric Thanks. car adoption. So, uh, well, Dan. Lex, I fixed those. You did. Thank you. So we're going to get to those questions, but I want to tell people first that our other sponsors, another good friend of mine, ZocDoc. I love it when I use all the advertisers. I don't have to make shit up. (laughs) 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 I'm looking at you, my lawn. Have you? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm focused. I'm ready. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask everyone you know for the recommendation? For me, it doesn't take that long. I mean, it makes sense. You want a doctor who actually gets you, listens to you, and makes you feel super comfortable. Finally, after weeks of searching, you find the one. They meet all your requirements and then some. So you call their office and they have an appointment available. Then you find out your perfect doctor doesn't take your insurance. Don't worry. Head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor who's right for you and takes your insurance. It's a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. And they all have verified reviews from actual, real patients, not bots. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even get same-day appointments. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps, so no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. Uh, I have used ZocDoc multiple times to create appointments. It's a better interface than my own insurance company site for browsing for doctors. Uh, I have successfully treated everything I've ever booked a ZocDoc doctor for, and uh, those are some painful things. So thank you, ZocDoc. If you uh, are making an appointment with a doctor and it's uh, and you're not using Doc, ZocDoc, you're making your life worse. So don't do that. Go to ZocDoc.com slash rebound and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash rebound. ZocDoc.com slash rebound. Our thanks to ZocDoc for their support of this show. <laughs> ZM Knox. Listener ZM Knox asks, what did you think about Stitcher when it was still a thing? Are you sad to see it go away or maybe elated? I think this is just a Lex question. I have yeah, zero feelings all, about these Stitcher. Good, these are all just Lex questions. Is this griefing me? I don't know. So I worked at the a company called Midroll, which eventually acquired Stitcher. I think they paid something like $4 million to acquire Stitcher, which previously had been acquired for $20-something million, or maybe even more than that. Um, I, I try to be a company loyalist when I work for somewhere. So like when I worked at, say, Amazon, they had a music app. I used it for listening to music. Uh, when I worked at Stitcher, which eventually became the name of the company, uh, I could not use the Stitcher app. <laughs> um, and when he worked at Macworld, he read Mac Mac yeah. Life. Mac Just user could go fuck itself. Um, I, I, but so I, the Stitcher app was never my brain's approach to podcasting. It didn't work for me. Uh, the Stitcher premium content, um, I have plenty of objections to premium exclusive podcasting in ways where it locks you into a given platform. Like I think it's annoying, but I also think it's the same way that all the streaming services work for video. Um, so they had some great content, that weird owl thing I pulled off. That was great. So 
I don't know. I'm not sad to see it go away. It wasn't a good app. Spending tons of money on promoting Stitcher to maybe even say, let's let's double the user base would still make it one of the smallest podcast apps in the world. So I don't know what the point is. It's it's the right business decision. You heard it here first. Listener what? Josh okay. says, who do I reach out to for a refund for last week's episode where there were two nerds talking about technology <laughs> instead of three goofballs goofing off? Total ripoff. <laughs> I will point out you got two nerds talking about technology and then two goofballs goofing off all in the exactly. same show. So With no extra you, owe us, you owe us we more did. money is right, what I'm right, saying. Right. That's, why it was, that's why it was twice as long. Plus, yeah. you didn't have to have any me. So yeah, it's a win-win-win. The, win, the win. pun content was way down. <laughs> I fixed that CZ. Uh, says, I will try to ask a non-Vision Pro question. Why isn't panning used more in... I have strong opinions on this. Why isn't panning used more in podcasting? I'm not talking about some crazy levels early Beatles song panning. Just a slight shift left and right. Wouldn't it help to identify voices and crosstalk better? Oh, and won't panning be a requirement for having podcasts on Vision Pro where your AR emojis will be hovering in space talking to us? Who will be in the center and who on the sides and will you take turns? So I did. I thought panning was a big thing. Elon Musk is full of shit. I hate that guy. <laughs> One star. Dan, iFix is asking about audio panning where we could use the full stereo spectrum. And in fact, I do on one of my shows, on Inconceivable, which is the uh, game show I do with Lex over at The Incomparable, uh, we have two teams of three, and I pan one team slightly to the left and and one team slightly to the right. I think a lot of people find if it's, it's, and I'm like, when I do that in Logic, it's like one click. Like like on the dial, it's like I'm moving one notch to the left and one notch to the right. Because if you go much wider than that, I think people find it very distracting. Oh, yeah, um, on that, so. it works well because it gives a subtle audio cue uh, as to like which side is talking. Um, I know Jason does that on TPK stuff as well, that there's like a little bit of panning going on for some of those because it helps distinguish stuff. But I, I don't know. I don't... Like this one, how would we... Pan? I mean, we, yeah, I guess one of, you in could the be, middle? one of you could be the left and one could be the right and then one of... One, somebody's in, in the middle. middle. Somebody gets to be in the both middle, channels, yeah. though? With that, the, like, with the that logo over my face. <laughs> <laughs> but um, John will never let me live that down. <laughs> I think that uh, John Armstrong used to do this for turning this car around. He would pan us all a little bit. Yeah, uh, oh, did he really? One of my favorite oh, podcasts, Hello from the Magic Tavern, used to do this a lot and I really hated it. And I changed a setting on my phone there's an accessibility setting to play stereo stuff mono, in mono yeah. and i would do it just when i listen to that podcast and i love that podcast they've stopped doing the, the sharp painting and it's i think the reason is is because in practice it's far more distracting than it is helpful you're right it could help i love those dogs the sharp painting dogs they've got purple tongues uh yeah <laughs> it's a deep dog cut <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i mean i don't know that that actually even solves a crosstalk problem i guess but I'm, that's I'm why not, I, never, I don't, yeah, I don't think it does much about the crosstalk, but I mean, I get it. I think you're right about the, I mean, well, obviously you're right because you're doing it, but um, the, the game show thing makes a lot of sense. If I had a podcast where it was just like two people like arguing about something, that, that sure. strikes me as a perfect opportunity, but I think it's, it's yeah. best deployed sparingly. It'd be, and if we were editing each episode for hours, I can imagine like at peak crosstalk moments, Molt separating everybody out for a second during that and then bringing them all back together again. Not worth it. Also, yeah, uh, and you, you absolutely could do that. But yeah, as for the Vision Pro side, like, you know, I mean, the AirPods support this now uh, and it doesn't make, it never makes sense to me. The spatial audio thing for like, especially the head tracking spatial audio yeah, I turn for non-video content I find that extremely distracting because it's not it's not coming from anywhere, right? Like 
it, on your phone, it's like there's people on the phone and it simulates the, like the, the, the audio coming from your phone, which makes sense because I'm looking at my phone. But you know what I'm not doing when I'm playing music? Staring at my phone usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're doing I know, it, it helps me. It helps me know where my phone is, <laughs> 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 which I kind of like in a way. I'm mean, like, where did I leave my phone? Oh, it's over there on the table. I mean, I can, I can hear the audio coming from. I mean, like there was, uh, you know, certainly the possibility in Vision Pro that you, I believe, I think Jason and Mike were talking about this on upgrade recently. Like you could have audio come from a object, like a virtual object in the Vision Pro. Right. Um, sure. Fine. That kind of makes sense, though. Again, because there's a there is a visual thing that you're room. associating it with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not we're not just pre- to preempt any speculation. I don't think we're we're doing emoji versions of ourselves for this podcast. Yeah. I'm <laughs> confident it really not. takes off. <laughs> uh, listener Nick says, "Price is right rules. How long in seconds or minutes before John is laughing hysterically and vomiting playing what the golf on a Vision Pro?" Okay, clarification. <laughs> Does it have to be? It has to be both. Is he laughing it's not out laughing hysterically and vo- or vomiting? It's and vomiting. So it is. Yeah, because I don't think both of those things are going to happen at the same time. <laughs> Could it be an X? I think, I think it, one one will one will follow the other. Right? It'll be laughing hysterically and then vomiting. All right. So let's, which is let's the better way the to go? That's the question. Is you, do you want to laugh hysterically well, and then vomit, or vomit and then laugh hysterically? No, I don't. Well, I just don't see it happening the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to laugh hysterically post vomit. Because if the thing is going to make me vomit, I'm going to take it off. It's really hard for those two things to happen simultaneously, too. That is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Lex, you wanted to rejigger the question? Well, if it's laughing hysterically and then vomiting, does that change things for you? Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, see, that's what I, that's what I think is, is okay. it's more I, likely. I, like, I I'll be f- like, oh, I love this, and all of a sudden, bleh. Five minutes. I'm going five yeah. minutes. I'm going to say 12 minutes, and it's dry mm. heaving. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know we were allowed to qualify. Gonna, just randomly change the rules, but sure. I'm going to say 15, and it's not going to get to vomiting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the thing off before I get to nausea, vomiting. mild I, nausea. Yeah, I will get, I will get, I will get nauseated, and then I'll take. That'll it just off. be when somebody I mean, reminds me how much if you I pay do. for it. I mean, supposedly, supposedly it's not. I mean, the only things that I've tried are like you know things that are phone based, and and those are pretty. We're pretty primitive. So, Refola asks, defend the indefensible iOS is better at productivity than macOS. Oh, right. Make it a question. Can you please try to defend <laughs> iOS as the king of productivity? iOS and not iPadOS? It says iOS. It says iOS. I mean, I guess I take my phone with me everywhere, so there are places where I'm more productive on my phone because it's it's literally in my pocket. Like, I filled out a spreadsheet. If social media is part of your productivity, then <laughs> it, sure. it really is not. Yeah, it's not mine either, so that doesn't that doesn't help. But for peop- some people, it is. So the way I, I defend it for is, them, if I'm doing a productivity focused task on my phone, my goal is to get it done as quickly as possible <laughs> because it's annoying to do productivity focused tasks. So it's maximizing my I w- efficiency. I will say that th- there are definitely times where I, I mean, this is on iPad OS, but uh, although back then it was it was it was iOS, where I've been writing and it actually allows me to focus a little bit better because there isn't. There aren't 10,000 distractions in the dock. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Kelly F., uh, I'm guessing my cousin, Kelly Friedman, says, hope you and your families have a happy and safe fourth. Aside from, thank you, aside from the non-existent auto burger flipper, have any of you considered outfitting your home with some new matter slash thread automation devices? Spoiler, no, Molt is not. I will only go for <laughs> systems that are constrained to my home network, and that, sta- and that standard seems to fit the bill. I'm wondering what you think. Thanks. No. Um, the reason is because I already have a decent number of smart home devices and none of them are 
I've never, I haven't seen anything in these newer generation devices that makes me feel like it's worth upgrading. Um, it would just be upgrading for the like the sake of upgrading, which, well, that's a time honored tradition in technology. Um, that's right. I, I, it still seems like matter is specifically is in early days. Um, I don't think, not that the home app is great already, but like it doesn't seem like matter is adding the stability and, and sort of stuff that I wanted out of it. I will say, I think I have one like um, temperature sensor that is thread based. Uh, and it seems to work pretty well. It's an Eve room, I think. Uh, or room, if you prefer. <laughs> uh, uh, but I think the, the major... Do you have a room? A room. The major virtue of that one is that it's also rechargeable as opposed to the older models I had, which required like a, you know, like a watch battery thing. And I prefer just being able to like plug it in and recharge it. I, so, I like to that, imagine yeah. a future where somebody has unseated matter and like they're they're the massive well-adopted technology and they run some tvi campaign using metallica's nothing else matters as their song uh which is my long way of saying no nothing really matters exactly um but right now my home automation is a series of memorizations by me over which ones work with echo and which ones work with siri and which ones never respond to either and just say the system is offline and i have to use the fucking app instead like a monster so it's just a giant clusterfuck in my house and i might never buy anything ever again because of how mad it makes me to think about it. yeah i i will say this the home yeah. the home pod that whole thing with the new home architecture that apple rolled out that's like this will be more reliable and better it's not um i have the same problems with that that i have with the old architecture and that is the thing that is at this point slowed me way down on smart home adoption stuff is it's just so unreliable. It's so it really unreliable. Is. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I, I constantly get, you know, this thing is not responding. And then five minutes later, this thing is responding. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you can't, you, can't, it, I, you know what always works? If, a, if an axe murderer came to the door and I went to look at the camera, I wouldn't be able to rely on the camera Wait. to protect the camera. I will say, oh, I'm just going to let him in. He can't, how bad yeah. could he be? The brands right. that Moltz rightly hates. Um, but like my ring cameras work great. Like we were away for a week and the cat lady was coming twice a day to take care of the cats. And first I knew she was there because my Eero said, Hey, somebody new connected to the network. And then I knew she was there because the garage camera saw her and then the front door and then the alarm went off. Like I could see each step happening. And, I then, watched and then the cops that. arrested her yeah. because they Honestly, got the I'm not, I'm not convinced though, that it is the problem, a problem with the cameras themselves. Um, I think it could be, uh, the, the router that I'm forced to use by my internet provider. Uh, are you never a bad survivor? bad, but but homie, <laughs> what? <laughs> he asked if you're a Comcast not a survivor. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I think the other thing for me is like, for example, I have a smart lock, and I love the idea of the smart lock, but fundamentally, the what breaks it for me is just the part where it's the part where the rubber meets the road. It's the it's the part where it like the door does not close well enough, so the lock doesn't line up. Which is like, well, it's pointless then. Like, if it's not gonna, you know, at that point, if I have to like rejigger the door every time I close it or open it just to make sure that the bolt will will shoot correctly, uh, that is not making my life easier. And like that was true with the normal dead the normal deadbolt too. But like, I don't know, it, it was it was a real pain. So I really tempted by the smart locks that let you use the um, Apple Watch, uh, the NFC as a key. I think that's really cool and is a lot easier than the I have the one I have now works on Bluetooth. And it's supposed to detect when you get close enough to the door and unlock it, but it is. <laughs> oh yeah, how long? Yeah, rely on rely on Bluetooth. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's not good. So, and then finally, 
and this is this is true. You guys will get it right away because I'll pronounce it right. I, I misread this as well and what, thought it was a super dark question. <laughs> when I read Josh's question that I'm about to share, I didn't even know what he was talking about at first. And I was like, what? What what is what product is this? Because that's how he, right he is. But he said, "What are your two favorite Apple duds? You're happy have died or never took off." And he's not referring to Apple dudes. Thank goodness. But which are your two favorite <laughs> Apple duds? You're happy died or never took off. For me, this is Josh speaking. For me, it's slow fees and the butterfly keyboard. And I was like, slow fies. What the hell was slow fies? I don't. Remember. And then I realized it was those slow motion selfies. Yeah. I don't know if anybody yeah. ever did that besides reviewers. <laughs> I mean, that still no. exists, right? Doesn't it? Does it? I don't even know how you do it. I don't know. Yeah, how you I do don't it know. Either. Yeah, I don't remember. I, mean, I did certainly think, the by word. The, way, the word did not take off, and the actual the doing of it did, also uh, did not take di- off. But digital touch, mm. um, yeah, oh, it's like yeah. sending your heartbeat and stuff. That's definitely one. It's still in there, but yeah, yeah, but it's sending the heartbeat is. I don't know about the touch thing. I don't think I'm, I, I think it's still tried there to too. find that the other I day or a few days can, ago. But like, it never made any sense. Yeah. Um, and even less when you look back at it now and be like, why would I want to do? Like, right. Um, I feel like there's other stuff that they were really convinced you were gonna do. The walkie-talkie on iPhone on watch. I use that. I actually that. use that all the time. With whom? With my wife. Because oh, like, yeah, I was uh, when I've been like upstairs, <laughs> with the baby. And, like, yeah, with the baby, it is huge. Because like, you're standing there, right? And you you guys have dealt with some <laughs> baby-related uh, messes <laughs> in the past, and you're like, okay, oh, yeah. I need I need another pair of hands. <laughs> 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 it is. Absolutely critical for that. So you're, you're I, closing it wrong. <laughs> I am a diaper survivor. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, you guys are getting a bonus episode without me. By the way, I'm very sad about it. Are you going back to France? Yeah. Uh, no, it's just all. He's the... got to go, go get his car off the highway. A lot of people aren't even working today, but I got to catch up on all it's, the shit I didn't do when I was away. It's still, it's still on the highway, driving thirty-five miles an hour. You so, like, bear, you like, you like, open the door and like went out, rolled. My, my father, <laughs> just, you can just step out at thirty-five miles an hour. <laughs> my, my, I don't know if this is part of the bonus or not, but my father-in-law was coming to the airport, and he always times it so that like he doesn't have to wait at all, but meaning you stand at the airport for an extra forty-five minutes. But he was kind enough to come pick us up. He was picking us up in my car, and he calls me totally panicked because the car has you know effectively shut down but i don't i'm assuming first i'm assuming he did something wrong it turned out he had not um but i'm trying to talk him through simply restarting the car which for him actually worked but he could not he he in the best of scenarios has a hard time following tech support instructions that's just who he is that kind of personality but this was not the best of scenarios he was pulled over on a highway and stressed so he was really not listening and eventually i had to make him get out of the car and close the door which is the other way to get it to turn off uh but he got there and then on the way home the same fucking problem happened again and there's a Service appointment coming soon to see why That's the car like, was uh, to lose power. When I have to, uh, yeah, the other day I had to explain something to my mom how to do on her phone and like the patiently running through the steps and being like, like realizing how many levels down do you have to explain how to do something when I was being like, all right, tap and drag. Okay, let me, okay, tap on it and move your finger. You know when you <laughs> so tap impatiently, do that. <laughs> uh, I, I, it, I was getting very frustrated. I love my mom so much, and I was getting super frustrated, and I was just like, I wish there was a better way to do this. And I've used the screen sharing stuff. Uh, it's better than it used to be, but then you have to still explain somebody how to like use the screen share, turn the screen sharing feature on. I want the old one that used to be in iChat where you could like ask somebody to share their screen. Yes. Um, so that all mm-hmm. they have to do is hit a dialog box because yeah. that is way easier than being like, okay, find the button. It looks like a computer. Yeah, tap on this button that makes no sense. <laughs> Yeah, uh, find the button in there that says share my screen. Yeah, no, no. Well, good luck with your bonus episode, you handsome devils. I already voted on titles. 
Okay, great. Bye, Lex. All right. Drive safe. <laughs>